you know, every week gained is another week that you might be able to return to work, that you might be able to function better at home, carry your granddaughter, you know, all these sorts of things that we can hopefully get you back to faster. Welcome to More Life. I'm Enron Pierre. Joining us today is Dr. Vijay Yanamadala. He's a neurosurgeon with the Iron Neuroscience Institute's Spine Wellness Center in Westport. Welcome, Dr. Yanamadala, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, first, can you just tell us a bit about yourself? So I'm a neurosurgeon by training. I um, did my medical school at Harvard and then stayed on to do my neurosurgery residency at Massachusetts General Hospital. And then I did um, two fellowships, one in orthopedic spine and minimal invasive surgery at Massachusetts General Hospital. And then I did a complex spine scoliosis and deformity fellowship in Seattle. I practiced for the last few years in New York, but I'm very excited now to be here in Connecticut and be a part of this new spine and wellness center in Fairfield County in Westport. And we are so excited to have you. I mean that sincerely. First, can I ask you, how does a patient typically get to you? Are they referred to you by another specialist or by their primary care physician? What's that journey like? Absolutely. So patients get to me and to our center through various ways. Oftentimes they get referred by their primary care doctor because they have back pain or they have a known spinal disorder. They may also get to us from physical therapists or physiatrists, um, doctors who specialize in the treatment of back pain through exercise and non-interventional means. Or they may get to us through uh, interventional pain specialists who may be anesthesiologists or uh, physiatrists, people who might do injections, and they realize that when those injections or other interventions aren't working, they may refer them to me as a spine surgeon. So that sounds like many roads lead to you and the Spine Wellness Center as well. Yes, and we purposely do that because, you know, patients come to us at different points along their journey, you know, their journey with their back pain, whether it's back pain that's recent or whether it's back pain that they've been trying to deal with for 10, 20 years and they have been seeing many, many specialists. You know, we're trying to create the right plan and the right treatment for every patient, no matter what their current disability is, no matter what their condition is. That's why we have so many paths to get to us. Such an important resource for Fairfield County and really beyond. This is like a destination center for care that I have no doubt people will travel to. And, you know, while, you know, we're on the topic of the Spine and Wellness Center, you know, really very few centers in the country have adopted a model of truly multidisciplinary care where we have our spine surgeons, physiatrists, uh, interventional pain specialists, as well as physical therapists, occupational therapists, and many other specialists who are involved in the entire spectrum of care for patients with back pain and spinal disorders, all in the same center, talking together and trying to come up with the right treatment for every patient. And you hear the phrases collaborative and multidisciplinary tossed around a lot. And the Spine Wellness Center truly exemplifies this in action. We have really tried to take the best practices through all of these models and put it together in this Spine and Wellness Center. Everyone's on the same page. Oftentimes, we're even in the same room talking with the patient. So you're hearing two or three opinions together, and you can actually hear that discussion about what the treatment options are, 
and participate in that decision-making process with the various physicians live. And that is one of the most unique aspects of this center. I bet. And the I, care we're doing. Yeah. T- thinking of that from a patient perspective, really what a benefit that would be for me to hear these experts discussing my case. It's so personalized. We have heard that from many of our patients. And the other thing, it's not just about the right care, but it's also about getting care faster. And this is something that we've studied pretty extensively in this model. What we realize is that you get care, the right care, weeks faster through this kind of model because you're no longer seeing a surgeon, then waiting six weeks to see the interventional pain provider, then waiting another six weeks if that's not the right person to see the next provider. That kind of linear model of trying to get to the right person is very frustrating for patients, I know, because I've heard that time and again. And when we eliminate that, we can get you the right care fast. Right. And every moment matters when it comes to someone living with pain, especially back pain, which is one of the most debilitating conditions worldwide that can take such a big toll on quality of life and work. Absolutely. And, you know, every week gained is another week that you might be able to return to work, that you might be able to function better at home, carry your granddaughter you know, all these sorts of things that we can hopefully get you back to faster. Well, again, we are just so fortunate to have you and have the Spine Wellness Center, and we're anxious to get into really your specialty is spine deformities. Would that be accurate? Yes, that's correct. So my training has been in neurosurgery, but my focus is in spinal deformity, uh, complex spine surgery, which includes uh, things like scoliosis, kyphosis, I do revision surgeries for things like flat back deformity. I also do cervical spine surgery on the neck. So those are the sorts of things that I focus on, but I also do deliver comprehensive spine care. Okay. And if you don't mind, I'd love to touch on scoliosis a bit. It's a condition many of us are familiar with. I know, for instance, my children were all screened for this. I I can't even remember at what age, maybe three or four. Is that still the standard? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, scoliosis is a very broad class of uh, disorders. Um, In fact, there are five types of scoliosis that we talk about. One of them is what we call congenital scoliosis. And that actually occurs very early on in a child's development, often before puberty, often in the first decade of life. And that occurs because of malformations in the vertebra themselves. The most common form of scoliosis, the one that you were talking about where children are screened, is what we call adolescent idiopathic scoliosis. And scoliosis itself, I should define, means an abnormal curvature of the spine. And so that adolescent idiopathic scoliosis is the most common form that we see. That's the one that children are screened for and frequently are offered surgery for severe forms. But Surgery is really a last resort. Oftentimes, we do things like bracing much before we uh, consider surgery. You, you mentioned the brace. I remember in my childhood, a friend of mine wore a brace. Has that technology changed over the decades? Uh, in my case, you know, she wore it all the time and wore it to school. Is that still a standard of care with the bracing? Yes, bracing has changed a lot. When scoliosis treatment first started, you know, 50, 60 years ago, 
the first treatments really were whole body casting, if you can believe it. Yeah. You know, where people were literally casted, you know, in plaster of Paris Mm -hmm. for for months. And uh, that was the only treatment. Then we developed braces. And the braces today are really able to be truly customized to have a good fit, um, fit to your scoliosis and really achieve that uh, correction um, that that we can. So bracing has changed dramatically over the past several decades. But it is still an approach you take before surgery. Is that correct? 100%. And, you know, it depends on the degree of the curve. Um, oftentimes, if um, curves are less than 50 degrees, we will definitely try bracing first as a way to avoid surgery. There are a few other types of scoliosis that I also want to talk about. Oh, by all Uh, means. uh, One is called neuromuscular scoliosis. And that can occur due to other neurological disorders. For example, something called a Chiari malformation, a malformation of the uh, back part of the brain. Another is called tethered cord where the spinal cord itself is abnormally adherent to the vertebra. So these are all things that can be secondary causes of scoliosis um, that we always evaluate for uh, whenever we're seeing a patient with scoliosis. The most common form of scoliosis that we actually deal with, it's actually adult degenerative scoliosis. And that is the form of scoliosis that is really growing the most in this country right now. As we age, we develop, all of us develop arthritis in our spine. And that arthritis can manifest itself in the most severe form as scoliosis. Doctor, if I could pause you there for a moment, I believe you said we're seeing more of this. Yes, that's right. Why? So we are seeing more of the degenerative scoliosis, principally, I think, because of our aging population. As we get older, we see more degeneration, and this is just a type of wear and tear on the spine. That's simply the number one reason why we're seeing more of this adult degenerative scoliosis. I do think that things like obesity can also play a factor. We do know that obesity puts increased strain on the spine, and that can be a factor as well. And I was just wondering if maybe our more sedentary lifestyles and more time spent seated, is, is that a factor? I do think it is. What I can say is that one of our earliest treatments, particularly for adult scoliosis, is actually intensive physical therapy, including exercises to strengthen the core musculature. Because we know that weakness of the core musculature in particular can really lead to excess strain on the spine. And that can lead to an accelerated arthritis and degeneration. So a lot of our approaches, particularly to adult scoliosis and arthritis of the spine, really focus around muscular strengthening, physical therapy that allows us to de-stress the spine, so to say to take load off the spine by strengthening the muscles all around the core of our body and putting more of that stress uniformly on the muscles as well. Right. And that brings me back to the Spine Wellness Center. These are some, just some of the many services offered there. Physical therapy is one of them. Is that used for spine patients? Yes, that's absolutely right. 
And what I tell every spine patient that comes in the door, whether they have scoliosis, they have a disc, uh, or really any other disorder, is that the best spine surgery is no spine surgery if we can avoid it. And when it is necessary, it is the last resort after we have tried all other options. And that's where I talk really about physical therapy with these strengthening exercises, uh, chiropractic care, dry needling and acupuncture. All of these can be part of an integrated program that really dramatically helps with back pain in a way that we can frequently avoid surgery. We try to do a comprehensive evaluation for every spine patient, which includes x-rays, MRI, CT scan, to try to understand your spine. And in so understanding, we can really offer you that best treatment approach. Right. And for our listeners who are wondering, where is this Mecca for back care? It really is beautiful. It's in um, Westport, Connecticut. Opened last fall. I've been there. It's so impressive. And some of the things that you just mentioned are enhanced by nutrition and health counseling, services like yoga and therapeutic massage, and the list goes on and on. And I'll, I'll put a link to the Spine Wellness Center in the notes of this show. And I think you're absolutely right. It's, um, you know, it's all of those, the yoga, the Reiki, the therapeutic massage, all of those things are part of this multimodal, non-interventional treatment for spinal disorders. You know, each patient is different, and everyone responds differently to these different approaches. It's a little bit of trial and error to see what will work for you. But when we coordinate things uh, in one center, we can really try things efficiently and figure out quickly what's going to work for you and, and get you that care. If those things aren't working, then we consider an interventional pain approach, which can include things like injections. And we have the full array of those services as well. And it's only when we've tried all of those that we consider spine surgery. And, you know, that's what I always say. When spine surgery becomes necessary in cases where a patient has tried all other options, then... Uh, that's when we really try to tailor the surgery to fit the patient's needs based on all of that preoperative um, workup that I talked about and only doing what's necessary, trying to avoid fusions when possible. And before we plan a surgery, we need all of the information to really understand what is causing your pain or dysfunction. As you said before, the best surgery is no surgery, and we'd all like to avoid it. But if that's going to be your ultimate solution, and it's going to be life-changing in most cases, let's talk about recent advances in surgery, especially where the spine is concerned, some of which have been real game-changers. What are you most excited about? Yes, absolutely. So, we have really tried to push forward the notion of minimally invasive spine surgery, surgeries that would require you to be in the operating room for several hours and possibly be in the hospital for several days. We have transformed into ambulatory surgery, even multi-level surgery where people would have a long incision. We're able to do through very small incisions and multiple tubes that allow us to do the surgery over two hours and actually get you home three hours later. One of them is what I call the slalom technique for multi-level uh, lumbar stenosis. 
I was actually uh, one of the first in New York to offer this before I came to Connecticut. And this has dramatically altered patients who required uh, hospital stays now going home the same day for severe uh, lumbar stenosis. Wow, okay. So, um, you know, we're really able to offer these kinds of minimally invasive techniques to get people functional faster, speed up the recovery, and oftentimes home the same day. Tell me a little bit more about the slalom technique. Describe that for us. Yes, absolutely. So we call it the slalom technique, you know, after you may all be familiar with the event in Winter Olympics. So we call it that because we use a zigzag approach to basically create very small one centimeter incisions in the back to address each level rather than creating a long incision in your back. And that has sped up the recovery because it minimizes the disruption in the soft tissue, your skin, the muscles, and the bone even underlying the spine. Um, And we call it the Salem technique because of that zigzag um, approach. Doctor, can we talk a little bit about nerve blocking as far as uh, anesthesia is concerned? It's a relatively new procedure. It is not offered everywhere, uh, and we are offering it at St. Vincent's Medical Center. And can you describe what nerve blocking in terms of anesthesia is all about? Absolutely. First, I want to really emphasize that coordinated anesthesia pain is so important to minimizing Uh, pain medication, particularly opioid use after surgery. And that's what we're really trying to do. The way uh, that nerves work in the body is that each part of the body usually is served by a nerve that then conducts pain signals and things like that to the brain. So if we're able to deliver anesthesia specifically to the nerve that controls pain where that surgery is being done, we can then reduce your need to actually take pills to re- um, and reduce the need for systemic anesthesia. So it's all about delivering anesthesia locally. We work with our anesthesia team to actually deliver the right nerve blocks based on the levels of the surgery that we're doing. And we also give long-acting local anesthesia within the incision itself, mm-hmm. um, anesthesia that lasts over two to three days. So these are techniques that we are using to really try to minimize people's narcotic and opioid usage after surgery. Uh, We all know that those are medications that are unfortunately necessary to an extent after surgery, but Mm -hmm. they also have their risks, including addiction. So this enables you to send a spine surgery patient home with either much less or no pain medication. The medication they receive during the procedure will wear off gradually. Is that correct? That's correct. That medication will gradually wear off over the several days after surgery, uh, which means we can really reduce the amount of narcotics that you're needing to use. I think this is great news and hopefully will be the standard of care. And we are one of the few sites in the country that can offer this to spine surgery patients. It's really about coordinating care and making sure that every patient just gets the right treatment. And that's fundamentally my philosophy and our philosophy at the Spine Wellness Center. Let us get you the right treatment, avoid unnecessary surgery, and ultimately get you back to life without back pain. Speaking of which, Dr. Yana Madala, 
I see that you are hosting a series of virtual seminars in April and May. One is on neck and back pain, and uh, I believe you have two more on scoliosis and spinal deformity. These seminars are free. Can you tell us what we can learn there? Absolutely. I'm very excited to do these seminars. The first one is about neck and back pain and really trying to understand what are the causes of neck and back pain. Uh, It's really very multifactorial. And I think that's one of the things that patients come to us and don't realize that oftentimes there can be various sources of pain. Uh, And then I'll talk about how do we actually identify what I call the pain generator, the actual cause of your pain in particular. And then what are the different treatments that we have and options that we have to try to address each of these different types of pain generators. And so I'll try to provide a very comprehensive view on back and neck pain, uh, which includes arm pain and leg pain as well. Um, So that will be my first seminar. My second seminar will focus on adult deformity surgery, scoliosis, and some of the advances that we've made in, in the treatment of scoliosis. And more importantly, how we've been able to create a program around safety in scoliosis surgery that allows us to minimize complications, get patients through surgery in uh, a safer manner and a faster manner, and often to recovery faster. So these are the things that I'll focus on in my upcoming seminars. Okay, that is great news. And I want to stress, you do not need to be a patient. These seminars are free. They're live. You get to see and hear Dr. Yana Madala. It's just a great resource for anyone who wants to learn more. And I'll be sure to post how you can register for these in the episode notes of this show. Thank you. I'm really excited to share my knowledge and information with our community. Dr. Yana Madala, thank you so much for joining us and for all that you do. It was a real pleasure. Very excited to be here in Connecticut and to be a part of the center. I know that I take pride uh, in being a part of the Spine and Wellness Center where we can really say that we're trying to do the right thing for every patient. We're so happy to have you and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you. Same here. For more information on help for spinal pain, go to the Spine Wellness Center at hartfordhealthcare.org slash spinewellness or call for an appointment at 203-226-2499. For Hartford Healthcare, I'm Anne Pierre. Thanks for listening to More Life. I'm ready for my close-up. All the faces start to light up. You know I love this feeling. I got more life in my life. Then you know We can go anywhere we wanna go You're gonna love this feeling We got more life in our life Oh, I won't stop going No sign of slowing Now I know it I got more life in me I wake up every morning I never stop moving I got more life in me I 
it up. You know I love this feeling. I got more life in my life. 